Hello listeners, welcome back to Be Dream Do. This is your host Dave Whitehorn and my son Sean Whitehorn and it's great to be back here with you. Uh, today we have a reflection on an interview that we had with my boss. Now it's not very often that you're able to interview your boss and he had to qualify to get on the show just like everyone else we talked to. He had to really convince us that he loved what he did. Now the reason why I say he loved what he did is because he's retired. And he emphasized uh, that the actual when he did retire, retired with a purpose. The other thing I'd like to say is that he's also a wellness evangelist. And uh, stay tuned, you'll understand a little bit more about what that's about. Uh, so let me just say that uh, it was very, very interesting. Obviously, I very much enjoyed uh, you know working for him uh, over the years, and you know, a very, very successful career. So again, we always talk to people who love what they do or love what they did and have an opportunity to understand how they arrived there. And so uh, he shared with us that uh, certainly it's very important to, you know, if you can get out of the chute and find your passion, that's all real good. But he says it's equally important to be passionate about what you find. And it's kind of like what we say, do what you love and love what you do. So this is more about that love what you do. And, you know, his success, he really credits his having been brought up in a small farm in the Midwest and learning the kinds of values that were really important uh, to his parents and to the rest of his family. You know, work hard and whatever he did, he did 110%, really trying his best to, you know, make his family proud of the work that he did. And with that, things, things happened. But it wasn't quite that easy because he thought what really was instrumental in his development is that he got a co-op internship when he was in college because when he first got into college, he wanted to major in computer science. And so he talked about how he had this job and he had to go in and get access to one of these mainframe computers back in the day where they actually use a card system, if you can imagine that. And the best time to get access to the computer was at three o'clock in the morning. Imagine that. He said, look, I don't have anything to do with this again anymore. No more. So he was able to change his major and then he focused on what he said was the 20% of things that he could find himself really enjoying and you know he went on from there and and you know used his values and his work ethic to really make a difference now another thing is he realized that he had a gift and that gift was his ability to connect with each and every person and maybe it was somewhat from his background growing up in a small town uh his dad working in, the, in you know in in the factory and he was able to connect very quickly with people on the floor and then he also was able to connect quickly with those in senior leadership, like the CEOs of companies where he worked, right? So that was truly a gift. Um, and he also came from a family where athletics were very important, being able to compete, and he wanted to win. But he made a very important point here. It wasn't winning at all costs. He was not going to forsake his values in order to win. So that really was his, uh, his true north. So enough about uh, my insights. Uh, <laughs> Sean, what did you take away from our uh, interview with Dean? So yeah, definitely I feel that his success came from the value, not only the values that he grew up with, which were uh, you know, the strong work ethic and, um, and also the mentality of being passionate in what you find, but also his quality of just wanting to do more, to do better, to better himself. And I think that really took him further because he, when we talked to him about you know, what would he do if he hadn't lived this life? He said he'd probably be a blue collar working in a factory in John Deere, which 
he said 20% of his uh, his hometown does. His father did for 30 plus years. His uncle did for, I think, 30 plus years. And, but we, you know, we were talking to him. He says it's a successful job. You can do that and, you know, live a good life. Yeah. But we were talking to him. And just, I, we think it's his quality of wanting to do more. He yeah. would have taken him out of, it, out of there anyways. Right. He right. would have, um, you know, see if he can get reimbursement education. I mean, he even started talking about thinking about it like this is probably what he would do. Um, because he would, he has this quality where he gets opportunity. He had opportunities coming to him, and he said he was really blessed with that. And I think you know that has to do with him being a hard worker and respectful and transparent. These values that he had, um, but he would also he had a way of planning because he would look at it and he would say, "Well, if I continue with this in ten years or so, where am I going to be?" And then he would think about, "Well, is that where I want to be?" And so he would he was navigating through these opportunities. Uh, by thinking about, in best case scenario, is that really where he wants to be? And, you know, it really served for him. And, I yeah, so I'd say definitely him wanting to better himself, his values, and even now that he is retired with a purpose, um, I feel like he's still continuing to better himself. Uh, he's focusing more on family and fitness and health. And then he says he wants to run the Boston Marathon, is that right? Yeah, actually, he is scheduled to run the New York Marathon this month, as a matter of fact. Wow. If you qualify for the Boston Marathon, you qualify for the Marathon in New York City, right? Wow. Which is in November. And the Boston Marathon he's running in, uh, I believe that's March of, uh, of uh, 2020, next year, right? Wow, wow. So, yeah, he's, he's doing all of that. So he's living, living the dream. He was at the top of his career when he decided to retire, and he retired uh, because he'd gotten the uh, sad news, like many times we do, uh, where his father had come down with Alzheimer's. He wanted to make sure he was able to spend quality time with his father before, um, before he was you know, further progressed with the disease, and he has since passed. Mm -hmm. And uh, as Sean mentioned, he is an evangelist on wellness. And so now he gets a gleam in his eye when he talks about wellness. And uh, one of the big books, he's got a trilogy of books that he gives away to people as he travels around the, the country in his, uh, his motorhome with his wife, Beth. And one of the three books is Younger Next Year. And one of those books he gave to me, and it's starting to rub the off. Shack. Yeah, The Shack, I think, is another one. Yeah. So really good stuff. Uh, and so just in closing, I just wanted to say, his roadmap for success is, please, and he's talking really to these the, the population of people that are out there going to college is do an internship, mm -hmm. get out there and fail early, find out what you don't like, right? And then figure out, you know, what is, of the things that you think you might like, try to narrow that down to 20% of those things that, you know, what's going to really make you happy? And don't hesitate to ask for help, get a mentor. Uh, certainly a mentor, certainly mentorship certainly helped him along the way, but ask for help. And don't think that you have to do it all on your own. And uh, remember, they call it work for a reason, right? So you bring discipline to what you know into what you're doing, but with that, you'll you'll reap the joys of success and, and reward, and um, be able to enjoy you know what life can offer you in so many different ways. Uh, you know, so be serious about the work that you you know that you're doing. Have fun in the process and be grateful for it. Do a good job, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, do what you love and love what you do. Thank you.